Ishies. Welcome back to the 28 Days of Self-Love. This is your kind of well, kind of toxic, mainish, bringing you another episode of Wellish. I am actually going to be talking about the ego like I promised you guys I was going to two days ago, and I'm very excited to get into it because I enjoy cold hard evidence. <laughs> like I need to know that the things that I'm practicing are actually gonna work out and I'm not just like doing something for no reason just because somebody said that it works and hope to God that it works for me like we've talked about here before just because something works for one person or doesn't work for one person doesn't mean that it will or will not work for you so there's always that option that it's not going to play out the way that you actually want it to play out but this is science like this is straight up Sigmund Freud science that I'm gonna fucking drop on you guys today <laughs> and you don't come here for a science lesson but I just want to show you guys this concept so you can just have it in the back of your mind when you are practicing the habit of self-love and honestly when you start to incorporate any other mental health journey learning growth stuff that you consume in your day-to-day -day life. A lot of this is the foundation of Wellish. A lot of this is why I started this show because I was so sick of seeing all of the solutions on the internet. I didn't like that there were things that people said, this is guaranteed to help you and you're going to be fucking home free once you incorporate this into your life. And then when you don't incorporate it into your life or it doesn't fit naturally into your life and I'm almost doing extra work because I to try to fix this issue that doesn't feel good and then I'm burning myself out and I'm forcing myself to do something that I don't even really like but then on the other hand I've got all of the information I'm consuming telling me that you just have to push yourself out of your comfort zone and you have to try for a little while to see how it incorporates into your life and you have to make it a habit and that's how it's going to fit naturally into your life and these are the basic things that you have to do in order to be successful, in order to be happy, in order to be peaceful, in order to love yourself, in order to do all of the aspects of being mentally strong. And it's really fucking overwhelming. And I just have a hard time believing that that's the way we're supposed to live our life. I have a hard time believing that it's that complicated. Over the summer, my mom called me and she was like, you know, I had this thought that when you're a little kid, you don't read all of the self-help books and you're not consuming all of the growth material and you're not doing all of this above and beyond stuff to try to figure out how to be happy or who you are or how to love yourself. It just kind of comes naturally when you're a little kid. And then obviously you get infiltrated by the rest of the world and it kind of comes crashing down because you've got all of the perspectives and experiences that you have when you're older. But essentially, when we think of, you know, being happy and blissful and all of this stuff, it is that childhood mentality that you don't have a care in the world. Now, obviously, the reason that that doesn't work and we need the growth material and to be consuming that information is because when you're a child, not enough bullshit has happened to you yet. Think about 
if you could go back to being in third grade and the problems that you had in third grade, I feel I would take mine at least a hundred times over. And I have friends that are older. One of them is she's 67 and she always is telling me that I'm worried about it because I'm young. She always says that to me. You're worried about it because you're young. Once you're older, you won't care (laughs) and you get beaten by the rest of the world. And, you know, you just learn that you can't sweat that kind of stuff. And but she's like, but I she always validates me. But, you know, you're right that when you're young, you just take everything so personally, you take everything so to heart, you take everything so seriously. So it's almost like now that I'm thinking about it, it's almost like a bell curve. Like when you're really young, you are more blissful. And when you're really old, you're more blissful. But because the majority of the bullshit happens in our midlife, that's when we get so crazed. And that's when we have to practice because that is the time that we need the most reminders. There's so much shit happening in our lives. We need to consume the growth material in order to know and remind ourselves how to handle all of these shitty situations that are thrown our way. Now, how does this relate back to the ego? Like I said, this was one of the biggest reasons that I started Wellish because I refuse to believe that perfection is the way that you are going to make anything happen. Everybody would talk about how if you don't do all of these things, then you're a failure that you're not gonna, you know, you just got to like push yourself out of your comfort zone, make it to a certain point, and then you'll reach this magical destination of happiness, love, peace, self-love, all of these things. (laughs) I fucking have tried it, bro. Like I've tried for a long time and I feel the happiest knowing that it isn't that serious, like that I don't have to push to these extreme levels to make something happen for me that doesn't just come naturally to me. Obviously, I need to be exposed to new ideas, try new things, incorporate healthy habits, and that might be pushing myself out of my comfort zone. It doesn't have to be perfect and the exact same way every time. And like, okay, for example, I went to the gym the Monday after the Super Bowl. I went to a Super Bowl party and drank a lot of beer. I'm going to the gym the next morning, literally full of that and other appetizers and shit. And so my muscles aren't operating as efficiently as they could be. My body isn't operating as efficiently as it could be without water. I'm tired. I'm drained. Um, I feel more sore. So I did not push myself as hard in that workout that I normally would have. I used significantly less weight than I normally would have. I still got my workout done. I still went and I still moved my body, but I'm not pushing myself to the same intensity that I would on a good day. And that's kind of the mentality here is things are going to fluctuate. You have to do your best for whatever your best is that day. If all you have is 40% to give, Giving 40% will be giving 100% that day. You are not going to be able to do your best on the days that you are sick or that you just got dumped or that you got some heartbreaking news. And and you are going to maybe be able to do your best when you're hydrated and you feel good and you're in a good mood and you got enough sleep. And, you know, every day is going to be a little bit different. 
And every day you're not going to wake up, pop out of bed and be like, fuck yeah, I'm ready to start this fucking day and crush everything that I want to do today. Sometimes you do pop out of bed like that. And then halfway through the day, somebody tells you to go get fucked. And you're like, well, now I'm now now my mood is shot. Now I'm annoyed and now I'm done with today. You have to be able to just accept that you don't have all of it in you today and trust that you will again. The other day I woke up and I was like upset because I wasn't I didn't have very high energy and you know I still went to the gym but then when I came home I just like I didn't really feel like making myself something to eat which is a part of my regimented morning routine that I really really try to stick to and I've always been really bad about eating all of my meals so it's like when I don't when I start to think that way I think like oh no oh no everything's gonna fall apart and I'm not eating my breakfast and now that means that I'm a failure so that happened and then I normally like get dressed and ready for my day pick out an outfit, do my makeup, do my hair. I didn't feel like doing those things. And so I didn't do them. But then I started to think like, is that bad? Is that bad? Like, do I need to just do it? But I don't feel like doing it. I just want to lay here. I don't want to do it. And then I'm like having this exhausting mental battle with myself. When the next day I woke up and I wanted to do all of those things and it just came naturally to me. I made my breakfast. I got dressed. I did my makeup. I did my hair. I, you know, got done what I had to get done. And I got done what I had to get done on the day that I didn't feel up to doing all of those things. And it's probably because I wasn't wasting my energy doing things that I really didn't want to do. I just spent the energy on the things that I did have the energy for and trusted that the next day I would feel better. And that's what happened. And, you know, maybe it fluctuates. Maybe you go a couple days, maybe whatever. But you you know that you always do end up getting better. So how does the ego tie into all of this? If you've ever taken a psychology class, you probably have heard of this concept. You've also probably heard of Sigmund Freud. This is the person that came up with this personality construct. It is a psychoanalytic theory stating what our personality is made of. It's three components, the superego, the id, and the ego. Starting with the id, this is the only component of this that you have since birth. This is going to be things that come from your unconscious mind. This is where your need for instant gratification comes from. Everything that you want, need, impulsively comes up through your id. With id, what I really want to highlight here is if the instant gratification needs are not met, the result of that is anxiety and tension. So then moving into the superego, the superego is your moral compass, if you will. These are the components of your personality that are made up of what you've learned from the external world, from your parents, from society, from experiences that you have. This is your idea of what right and wrong is. That's what your super ego is and that it comes more from a conscious place. And then your ego is a combo of the id and superego. What your ego does is basically act as your realistic decision maker. You take the instant gratification things that you want and the moral compass of the superego 
and it comes up with a realistic way to approach the situation and behave in a specific way that makes sense for yourself, for society, for the situation. Now, how does this come back to self-love? How does this come back to the essence of Wellish? What I'm trying to get across here is that that is a very real thing that your brain does on a regular basis. It's how you make decisions and how you go about your everyday life. You have these instinctive wants or needs and Let's say that want or need is to try this new self-help thing that you saw on the internet that's supposed to cure your social anxiety. So the id's like, I got to try that. But then your moral compass that you've learned from externals that you've experienced might say, no, I don't know, bitch. You know, every time we go into social situations, you don't you don't do too well. You get a little fucking sweaty. You get a little awkward. You stumble over your words. You ramble a lot. You, you know, don't seem to be able to interact with people very well. Are you sure that this is something that you think you want to try to accomplish? And then your ego says, okay, I can try it, but I'm not going to go balls to the wall. I, you know, know that I'm capable of overcoming those things that my superego is telling me that happen when I get into social situations. But I'm not expecting to go all in and be 100% in every social situation flawlessly just because I tried this thing that I saw on the internet. Essentially, it can be applied to just about fucking anything. Let's say you want to incorporate more exercise. You want to go to the gym. You told yourself five days a week is the amount that you're going to go every week. Then you come across a day that you're not really feeling up to it. Your super ego is like, yeah, fuck it. Don't go. You know, what's the point of going if you can't give your full 110% effort? You've gone this many years without going to the gym. One day is not going to kill you. You're going to be all right. And then your ego decides it's maybe okay to take the day off, but it needs to make sure to go right back to it the next day. Or, okay, maybe I won't go to the gym today, but I'm going to do some yoga or I'm going to go on a walk. I'm going to do something else to satiate my body movement for the day without beating myself up that I need to get to the gym or I'm going to freaking die. Same thing, like maybe the superego doesn't say no big deal. We've done without it for this many years. Maybe it says like, really, bitch, you told yourself that you were going to go and now you're going to quit. Now you're like, that's what you're going to do because you do this with everything else. You try it for a little while and then it doesn't work out for you and you just quit and you're a quitter and that's just who you are and that sucks about you. And that's your super ego like getting in the way. And so then maybe the ego says, I'm not a quitter. I'm just going to do a little bit of body movement today instead of going to the gym. It's a compromise. And that is the approach that I want you guys to have with self-love. And again, any self-help that you try to accomplish is this meet in the middle type of mentality. You can try to do these new things, but you need to find a nice balance and don't expect it to be 100% perfect. But you also need to push yourself out of your comfort zone in the sense of not obviously trying it for two seconds and you don't really like it and so then you give it up altogether because like I don't like to drink water like I don't like that I don't 
I don't enjoy water. I'm not like, mm, 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 water. This is great. My thirst is quenched. I get that from a large ice cold McDonald's root beer. Not a fucking water. I mean, maybe if I ran a marathon, maybe I want some water, but how often am I doing that? But obviously, I'm a human being. I need water. I function better with water. My anxiety is less when I have water. My acne is less when I have water. It's just the way that it is. I understand that I need to incorporate that a little bit better, but do I need to be drinking a gallon of water like I would fucking beat myself up for that I told myself that I needed to do every single day? No. I can just make sure that I'm at least if I if I seriously I drink like no water. So like if I at least can drink like a big cup of mine, like a 40 ounce cup of mine, that's fucking phenomenal for me. And I need to be able to be happy with that. And hopefully if I can make that a habit in the future, I can improve and drink more water. But it's not something that I need to beat myself up over. There's no race to the finish line with life. What are you racing towards? Like you're racing towards death. Like that's what you're doing. So just take things at your own pace. It's not, you don't have to compete with other people. You don't have to figure it all out right now. You can trust that just today you can do a little bit better than you did yesterday. And that by doing that enough, it's going to compile and you're going to be a ton better in a year than you were at the beginning of the year. Have a little self-trust. That is a straight up personality, human behavior thing that's happening in your brain. And that means that it is okay to find the compromise. Tomorrow, we're going to be getting into manifesting an ideal partner and things that you can look out for and do yourself that are going to make the ideal person come into your life. So I will talk to you guys about that tomorrow. So keep your eyes and ears peeled for that coming out tonight at midnight. You can follow me at underscore Sarah Ritt. You can follow Wellish at Wellish Podcast, both on Instagram. You can follow me on TikTok at Sarah Rittendale. And I will talk to you wishes tomorrow. Bye, guys.